the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're back for hour three seven oh six in the PM on the AM here with Randy Corcoran and you. Our phone number is three oh three six nine six nineteen seventy one six nine six nineteen seventy one. We lost one caller over the break, so we do have one open line, but we promise to get right straight back to the phones and guess what? I'm not gonna do it. But only for a second, because I got one text message in. If I don't read it now, I'll forget to read it, and it's just very, very important. Uh, this is from a woman that I text with periodically and a longtime listener of the show. Hi, Randy. I saw how much E. Jean Carroll got from that jury in New York. I worked at Neiman Marcus and Bergdorf Goodman's store from 1993 to 2013. I don't think she was assaulted by Donald Trump. That would have gone around our offices like gossip. Both of those stores are high-end merchandise. Those dressing rooms are monitored by security cameras and guards. If it happened, they would have heard something. I was working in the credit department there for 20 years. So, you know, only makes sense. But what else is new? The, these laws that were passed that have allowed lawsuits like this. You're aware, I'm sure, that New York passed a special law that did away with statute of limitations that said any victim of sexual assault within the, la- uh, within the last, uh, I think it was 20 years maybe, um, if they filed a lawsuit within six months, created it extended the statute of limitations going forward, and it extended it backwards so long as anybody who'd been injured back long, long ago filed their suit within six months completely targeting Donald Trump in my mind. That's probably the motivation behind it. And there's more of those. In fact, uh, Victor Davis Hanson did a wonderful piece on it that we may try and get to here in this final hour. But in the meantime, we promised phones and phones you will get. We'll kick off the hour with Eric, the great American over there in Stapleton. Eric, good evening, sir. Hey, Randy, you great American. Brother. I want to start off my brother, Amy Cole. Call me Barrett. What a traitor. Uh, what vote that, are you referring that, to? About to raise a wire, Randy. Mm. Well, you know, just remember. Was, was remember with, uh, remember, you that, know, remember that, you know, constitutional decisions are not always the the most favored political decisions. And right. there's. sided with the, uh, the Democrats, Randy. There's a. Otherwise, uh, go ahead. Okay. No, no, go ahead. No, no, you go. <laughs> there's a. Your uh, show, there's baby. A, well, I know, but I hog most of it. The uh, there's a commentator on Twitter who goes by DC Drano. His name is Roger O'Handley, and he was doing some talking on one of the stations on Newsmax, I think, about how this Supreme Court decision of federal supremacy over immigration. That's that's all. Amy Barrett and others were saying federal supremacy over immigration could really help if Donald Trump is reelected because 
when he orders the removal of illegal immigrants from the states, from the cities, from mm. sanctuary cities like Colorado, so the Supreme Court has already reaffirmed uh, the supremacy of the federal government, federal law when it comes to immigration. And and really, that's well, as it should be. You have to have the federal government needs to be in charge of the national border. And remember that all that decision said was the federal government can go on federal property and take down razor wire. They did not say Texas can't put up razor wire. Greg Abbott is mm. stepping up the installation of razor wire. And the attorney general, Ken Paxton, has demanded that before the feds step one foot into Texas land to cut razor wire, that they provide the the plats and the acreage and the footage and the coordinates of whatever they claim to be federal property. So this is I think this is a wonderful battle to watch play out between the Fed and the state. Okay. Well she sided with the Democrats, her and um, you know the other uh Supreme Judge uh, uh, with the Democrats. Robert. You mean um, Roberts? Yeah, Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to reassure it, John. Will, will you? Uh, will you? Let me just say one more thing. I have not read this. Okay. I have not read the SCOTUS opinion, so I don't know okay. specifically the reasoning for any of the judges, the direction that they went. So, with that said, go ahead. You're, I, you're talking about John the caller a few callers ago. Yeah, I just wanted to reassure him. Uh, don't even worry, uh, Big John, out there, you great American, because all us black folks out here, we're going to stop it. You know, like Peter Strzok and Lisa Page said they were going to stop Trump, the FBI agent people. <laughs> Joe Biden will never be in the White House again after Donald Trump wins in 2024. We got this. There's too many black folks throughout the whole United States, Randy that hate Michelle Obama and the Democrats. There's going to, I mean, it, you could just, you could hear it, uh, Randy, throughout the spectrum of um, where I go, and I go a lot of places, and they say, I took a beating um, wearing all my Trump gear and my Trump shirts and all that stuff, but the black folks around me, Randy, they're saying, Eric, you were right. And this is only in Colorado, Randy. And you know it's happening in Chicago, New York, LA, all the big all the big states, all the big cities. This this they, is this is another reason, Eric, why the Democrats are flooding the border, why Biden is not no, enforcing absolutely. immigration, because they're losing the black vote, they're losing the Hispanic vote, they're losing the soccer mom vote. It, it's it's just it's a no brainer. It's 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 something to be exciting excited about, Randy. Um, coming November, and I think the down ballots, as they say, you know, the Senate. And the Congress, I think we're going to win that over, over, overall too, because Trump is—he's such a, a force. Because what he did, you know, four years ago when he was in the White House, we missed that. Everybody was happy. Everybody is miserable now, Randy. 
Well, it's such a great you it's build such a, attention. It's such a great point, Eric. The you know the radical left tried to create the image of chaos in America, and they did it by burning cities and killing police detectives and taking over you know multiple square blocks uh, and declaring them you know chaz and other stupid things like that. And they tried to blame it on Trump, but in spite oh of God. in spite of all of it, Eric, all of the people against. Uh, the, the radical left creating chaos in our cities, all the people within the uh, administrative agencies and the Trump administration who are pushing back against him. We had a strong America, a successful America, and a proud America again with the prices fun. were good. Yeah, you're right, and man. And then you mentioned, you mentioned that, Randy, can um, Johnson... Can he stop them funds going to them people that did what they did? They're getting rewarded, uh, you know, in, in in Seattle. You know, did you know that they're getting money? I've heard. Yeah, I read. I saw a headline. Yeah. I didn't really read about it. That they made a settlement with protesters yeah. and just like oh the city God. of Denver. This is money laundering yeah. at its worst. That these can can John can Johnson stop that? Doesn't that? I mean, Congress. Being that the Republicans are in charge, that's federal money. I'm I'm guessing. No, that's can, that's can, state money. Although money's fungible, oh, okay. so money's fungible. So you know, when they take it from a so-called state pot, they can refill that pot with federal money. It's a Ponzi. Well, not a Ponzi scheme, but it's money laundering uh-huh. at its worst, as far as I'm concerned. But I haven't p- forgotten about Patrice Colors. I know Trump. He's got something up his sleeve. All we got to do is get him back in the White House. Revenge, I don't care what it's called. But us black folks are behind him 110%, you great American. I'll let you go. Well, you bring your friends to the polls, brother, and we'll see you around. Okay. Thanks okay. for everything, Bye Eric. Now. Bye. Okay, you bet. Bye. All right, Eric's line is open, 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Let's jump straight over to Joe in Arvada. Joe, welcome Hi, back. Howdy. Hi, Randy. Thank you for what you do. Um, there's no time like the present for Donald Trump to announce his running mate. Uh, this this uh, strategy needs to be engaged immediately, and I'll tell you why. The left is so anxious and so concerned over Donald Trump. There is some serious possibilities of them going Lee Harvey Oswald on Donald. And I think we all know that they're capable of it. Uh, You know, they're still redacting the CIA notes on what they did to Kennedy. But, you know, here's the thing. If if Donald Trump can get whoever it is, Christy Nome or Tucker Carlson on board immediately, if something goes down, at least there's a surrogate to take over and and enact the Trump policy. Because if we don't have that, believe me, they will get a uh, Nikki Haley or, uh, uh, you know, uh, oh, Chris Christie, who knows, that, uh, whoever that, that steps up to the plate and gets the donor money will get in. And right now it's looking like Nikki Haley and she's, far worse than George Bush would ever be. I, I honestly, I believe she'll be just another Democrat. Uh, we we are in big trouble if Nikki Haley gets in the seat. 
So there's that. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say is uh, about, you know, you've heard Kennedy's Kennedy's statement uh, or request that uh, ask not what you can do for your country. I'm sorry, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I think we need to just take that a step further. It's necessary for you to stand up for your country. It's necessary right now. It's not about asking anymore. We have to crowdsource Donald Trump into the White House. We have got to do it. It is a must. We are at the point, you know, like that movie Interstellar, where Matthew McConaughey says, you know, she she, she asked him, are you going to attempt to dock? And why? Because it's necessary. We are at that point. We have got to say we don't want to have a war in this country fighting each other. And that's what it's going to come to if they get Michelle Obama in there. These people are despicable. They would bring a civil war to have the new world order engaged. These people must be stopped. Now, do I advocate like Thomas Jefferson that we should, you know, spill blood or water the tree of liberty? We're not there yet. We have to do everything in our power. And that means every one of you conservatives out there, it's time to start, start walking the walk and just stop, not just talking the talk, but get engaged. We have to get engaged, and that means doing your little part. Uh, you know, investigate. If, why did Michelle Obama uh, vote as a male for 20 years? Huh? Can somebody answer that? Uh, does anybody know where she grew up and what happened? I, I'm serious. We need to get down and get dirty. It, it has to be done. We have to get these people exposed for who they are. If we'd have known... What I knew in 2008, we'd have never elected Barack Obama. He was a communist from the beginning, and he's a communist now. Well, and he sure meant it when he said we are five days away from fundamentally transforming America. But, Joe, you talk about civil war, or even if it doesn't get to that extent, it gets to, you know, violence in the streets. Rest assured that if Donald Trump finds his way back into the White House, that there's going to be violence in the street because the left, that's how they do it. That's how they create the image of chaos, and they blame it on him. Uh, We went through it the first term of Donald Trump. So I I think violence, unfortunately, is ahead. Um, And if it starts, it's going to start from the radical left. It's just uh, more and more people are to the point they're not going to put up with it anymore. That's why we have to have a rational mind like either Christy Nome or Tucker Carlson ready to take on, engage the left. They can't, we can't just have a, uh, a Nikki Haley or, I, I'm sorry, even Ron DeSantis. He cannot be trusted. Uh, I, I do not trust him. He was ready to take the donor money. We can't have somebody like that. We need somebody who's ready to save this country. What do you think about Christy Nome? She seems to be the one that's getting the most buzz. Well, I think she's probably the likely candidate because Carrie Lake is busy running a Senate race. 
you know, if Carrie Lake doesn't win the the nominee for the the Republicans, that there's shenanigans there. I, I think she will, but if if there is, then you know maybe it's her. But I'll tell you what, I honestly prefer Tucker Carlson. Donald Trump, if you're listening to this, Tucker Carlson is the right man. He's the one that would step up to save this country, even though he could make millions on his own. You know, doing and and has a great following. He doesn't need to be president, but here's the thing: he would do what it takes to save this country. Well, I said this in the first hour. I don't know if you were here, but uh, when people, I did that crossover with Mike Boyle uh, after the restaurant show, and, and he was talking about the optics of, for instance, Chair Colorado State Chair Dave Williams running for Congress, or. Uh, Lauren Boebert moving from three to four, and, and, you know, that doesn't seem to be serving her very well yet. But my response to all of that is I care less about the optics and more about what kind of fight the people that we're putting our support behind bring to this existential battle for Western civilization. And uh, I think you're making that very same point, Joe, and you made it well. I appreciate you and hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend. You too, Randy. Thank you. Bless you. God bless. Joe's line is open, 303-696-1971. We'll continue with phone calls. We've got to take our next break. It's 722 here on 710 KNUS. 18-year-old Angelina Jordan. And, man, she's had that voice since she won, uh, what was it, Norway? Norway's got talent. Gosh, I should have looked that up. Forget what her nationality is. I think it might have been Norway's Got Talent when she was seven years old. And um, our final bumper music of the night will be um, a song that Angelina Jordan put together when she was. Well, I, I will wait to tell you how old she was when she sang the song that we'll talk about. Final bumper of the night here on Wake Up with Randy Corcoran. That was from 2021, but just, just a killer. All right, we're just going to keep it hot because the phones are relentless tonight. 303-696-1971 when somebody drops off. Let's pick it right back up with Dave in Centennial. Welcome to the show. Hey, Randy. Just uh, a couple of things. The uh, guy that's the millionaire that owns LinkedIn, the website, yeah, big leftist. Yep, uh, he's the one that's funding all of the attorneys representing the uh, woman that's suing Trump over assault. Yep, that's right. And he's also funding Nikki. Isn't that a surprise? He and BlackRock are the ones that are funding Nikki, and when it comes to Tucker. If you Google Tucker and the night that uh, the day that Trump scorched and burnt that guy up in his car, the uh, Iranian general that made all the IEDs and everything, he was so upset over Trump doing that. He had every diplomat, every general on his TV show that night almost wetting his pants and crying and asking them to guarantee and assure him that we were not going to get into World War III. He was a mess. I don't need someone who didn't think that was a good idea ever getting close to the White House. Well, amen to that. I uh, 
but you know, clearly, I, well, for me, we're, this is going to be Donald Trump versus Michelle Obama. What do you think about that matchup, Dave? Well, she's a racist. If you read any of her college papers and everything, she hates white people. And she hasn't done any. The only thing that she's done is she's married to Barack. They created, when he was a senator in Illinois, the hospital hired here with a 300000 salary for a position that didn't exist before. And the minute Barack went on to, you know, to get into the race and went to Washington, they dissolved that whole thing. So the woman has only an Oprah Winfrey approach that she is, you know, she's a nothing. She's just married to the guy, but she has no credentials and nothing. Well, I I really encourage folks, if they – if they think I'm making sense about Michelle Obama being the Democrat nominee in 2024 to watch, download, find and download and watch the documentary put together by our good friend, filmmaker Joel Gilbert, Michelle Obama 2024. It goes through her history. Uh, I know Joe referred to her as having voted as a male, but uh, there's lots of footage of her as a little girl and her family that's included in this uh, in this film that. Um, uh, and it look it's her. Right? It just it seems undoubtable that it's her. But uh, the, some of the things she did, like when she worked for a government organization that moved black people out of residences that they were happy and able to afford, uh, satisfied with, that she started funneling black um, citizenry to medical centers in other communities to get them out of the white areas that they were in I, racism, her racism. I, I think it's Michelleism. She does what she views as good for Michelle and Michelle's future. Uh, but whether she hates white people or not, what she has done to her own people needs to, and I hope will be exposed if she does in fact become the Democrat nominee. And I think Trump needs to start it now because if they just balloon her in, at the Democrat National Convention, which is the way I think it's going to happen. There's only a couple, two or three months to get the truth out there, and people need to start pushing it, especially Donald Trump needs to start pushing it right now. That's a great idea because she is very, very thin-skinned. She cannot take criticism. She's like Obama. She does not like to be criticized. She doesn't think you're worthy of saying anything about her, so... If he does get after it, it will tick her off in both of them, and that will be good for us. That would be an awful lot of fun. Dave, thanks. Great show. And thank Thanks. you for waiting. Really appreciate you joining the show. Full lines continue. Dave's line is open, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Let's just real quick, and then we'll jump right back to the phones. Let's see. We've got Bill and then Aaron on deck. But let's hear real quick from Gavin Newsom, governor of California, who was talked about as a potential presidential contender, was embarrassed, humiliated by Ron DeSantis in that uh, debate that Fox got, the town hall slash debate that um, Fox News got together between the two of them. But here's what he says about perhaps him being president and why he wouldn't even dare to consider such a thing. 
who in their mind would want to run uh, when you have someone of such esteem as our incumbent president okay. of the United States with a record of accomplishments and a man of character, a man of decency. I'm old school. Talk about loyalty. I'll, I'll go to ends of the earth for this guy. I really would. I swear the words that start to come out of my mouth, I have to start heading toward the dump button because it's just so ridiculous. Biden, a man of such esteem, of such accomplishment. Let's see if we can find those latest. Well, here, let's play this one. Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's coming. And then let's not forget this new one that we just played a little while ago. Asylum officers and over 100 cutting edge inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Asylum, asylum officers and over 100 cutting edge inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Yes, I just want to suggest that Behebla on a teleprompter. He's reading. He's not just trying to speak incoherently. He's reading incoherently. Really big words on a really big screen that move across very slowly at a speed that even the most addled of minds should be able to comprehend. And then, of course, he has these little flare-ups. Donald Trump, when he was commander-in-chief, Refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those... For, first, let me, let me pause and debunk that lie. Uh, Trump was directed away because of extreme weather conditions. He was not allowed to go visit those soldiers. Debunk of lie number one. And I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. No, he actually didn't. How dare he say that. How dare you talk about my son and all of us like that? How dare you talk about my son and all of us like that? I, it's bizarre. It is bizarre, his behavior. And by the way, Richard Grinnell responded to that lie from Joe Biden because everyone who was there, that is propaganda at its worst. People who were there came out in droves openly, publicly, sometimes privately, and said that never happened. But when you're creepy and sleepy and you used to take showers with your young daughter, I guess you're capable of just about anything. All right, let's see who we've got next. It looks like Bill in Arvada has been waiting. And, Bill, we appreciate it. Welcome to the show. Hi, Randy. Hi. I love you. I love you. I love your show. I love Eric. I love Joe. <laughs> you better believe it. I love people who hey, are I, on I, fire. I heard Gorka this past week. You know, he's close to Trump. He said he knew, he knows who the the vice president's going to be under Trump. He said it's a male, it's a man, so it's not a woman. But Interesting. He wouldn't name the name. I'm hoping to, to the Lord, I hope it's Larry Elder. Larry Elder. Yeah, he said it's not going to be somebody that's very popular that, that people people are talking about. He just alluded to the fact that it's somebody good, that it's somebody that's in the media's, you know, yeah, crosshairs. Yeah, when you say not very popular. I'm hoping it's Larry Elder. It's not Vivek. I was hoping it'd be Vivek because I love him. He's like a mini Trump. 
But I think I hope it's Larry Elder because I think Larry Elder is the man to be VP. Well, and when you say not very popular, you mean not very well known, not super widely known. Not in the like, media, yeah, not in the media's crosshairs. Sure. So yeah, well, he's a powerful speaker. I've spent time with Larry Elder, had some one-on-one conversations when he's been in Denver for things like the um, the Western Conservative Summit, and he is phenomenal. He would be a very interesting choice. What about Ben Carson's name has come up? What do you think about Ben Carson? I, I love Ben. He doesn't have enough fire. I love Ben. Yeah, and, he's, you know, I he's hear somebody you. With, Larry Elder's got fire and humor. You know, we need we need somebody with a sense of humor. Yeah, really. yeah no doubt about that. Although Trump so brings Trump an awful lot. Yeah, he brings humor. a lot of humor to the game. So, well, Bill, I that's very interesting. I didn't know Gorka had said that. Did he give any other hints at all other than not widely known and a male? Yeah, that's all he said. He's known. He said he's a known person, but he's not in the crosshairs of the media. You know, the people aren't talking about him but i hope i hope it is him because i think he's a really he's got a really really good brain (laughs) he's really smart well i i I don't know bill i'm starting to think maybe uh, randy corcoran for vice president doesn't sound too bad i don't know (laughs) (laughs) all right bill well thanks for sharing that information i it's going to be very exciting i wonder how long he will wait does he need to completely uh, dispatch Nikki Haley before he makes this announcement could he increase his leads almost everywhere over Nikki Haley if he made the announcement I, I just don't know Nikki Haley is kind of scary oh no don't. <laughs> did you see the video of her when they told her she hadn't heard and they told her that Ron DeSantis had dropped out uh, I saw scary in her eyes for that moment she recovered her composure but it was, it was freaky. It really was. Yeah, I, I try to look the other way. <laughs> well, Bill, Randy, thanks. give my number to Joe and and, and Eric. I well, love those guys. Well, I don't know you. I don't know your number, and uh, but I could probably pass that along. I'll tell you what, we'll put you on hold. You give your number to Bill. Um, I th- I know I've got Eric's number. I may have Joe's number, and I'll do that. Yeah, they, they're great. They should come to the uh, Jeff Jeff Cole Men's Club. Sounds good. We'll get you on hold and see if we I can get there. you. I was there. I shook your hand. Ah, the last yeah, time when I spoke there? Yeah. Or the time when Peter Boyle spoke and I showed up? Yeah, both both times. <laughs> there were some fireworks that second time. Holy smoke. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bill. Well, thank you very much. God bless. Can we stay on the line? Yeah, we'll put you on hold and give, give your number to... Uh, to John behind the glass, and he will pass that along to me. Thank you. God bless. Great show. Thank you. All right. Bill's line is open, 303-696-1971. Aaron, if this is the Aaron I think it is, is always a great call. We don't want to cut him short, and we're up against the final break of the show. So, Aaron, if you sit tight, we'll come back around to you and... The Bill reminded me about the fireworks at that Jefferson County meeting uh, where Peter Boyles was speaking, and it reminded me I didn't tell you about the fireworks in United States Federal District Court when Dick Wadhams was called as a witness for Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. I will tell you about that as well after we talk to Aaron next here on 710 KNUS. Go back to black. So I had mentioned that final song, and 
I wonder if you can tell could tell the difference between Amy Wine Amy Winehouse, who died of a drug overdose, but was just the most powerful singer, and Angelina Jordan, who did the compile compilation there, this mix where she sang, and Amy sang, and Angelina sang. But what is so extraordinary about that mix, if you heard, uh, if you were with us in the last segment, you heard Million Miles, a, a 2021 song from 18-year-old Angelina Jordan. I think she was maybe 15 then. I think she's 18. Yeah, because she's 18 now. So she was 15 in 2021. But when she recorded this mix, where I bet you couldn't tell the difference between Amy Winehouse and Angelina, she was 11 years old. Just an amazing, amazing talent. All right, we promise to get right back to the phones because Aaron has been patiently waiting, and we're grateful. Aaron, welcome to the show. Hey, great show as usual, uh, Harani, and of course, Amy Winehouse, no, no rehab. She yeah. Was not gonna, she was not going to go through rehab dealing with the demons that she was dealing with. No, and what a tragic story. There's a wonderful documentary about her on Netflix. I, made, I think it was Netflix. I guess it could have been HBO, but really, really good. Yeah, and an, another thing, uh, Randy, explain the history of these of uh, these uh, 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 primaries. Uh, what started here in Colorado that you could be unaffiliated, uh, a so-called independent voter, and yet get to vote in a Democratic or Republican caucus? What, 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 what's that history there? Well, it was a well-funded campaign by you know George Bush style establishment republicans and others initially the democrats were opposed to it yeah. it was it was put on the colorado ballot as proposition 108 in i think it was either 2015 or 2016 came into law in 2016 or 2017 okay. and created the the fact that any unaffiliated can right up until 7 o'clock on the night of election Aaron can walk into a an election office and declare themselves to be uh, – declare which um, party's primary they want to vote in and cast that vote without even affiliating with the party. Yeah, I just – I just you know, it just defies just common sense. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you're a registered Republican, then you vote for a Republican, whatever that Republican happens to be. If you're a registered Democrat, then you vote for the Democrat – um, in that caucus or that primary, so I mean, this—I mean, it's just crazy how this even came about. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Same well, the, the, let me oh, just—well, yeah, let me just tell you what the arguments are. And we had this battle in court this week—a preliminary injunction. We've got a full trial set uh, that will be set in 2025. No date set yet, where we'll we'll push the the unconstitutionality of this issue if we don't succeed on our preliminary injunction, but the arguments that were made at the time and the the state reaffirmed and they were in the blue book and everything were that, you know, Colorado's demographics are changing. More and more people who come to Colorado are choosing not to affiliate with either of the major political parties. So in order to, uh, and this is my word, homogenize the candidates, bring in more moderate candidates, and to get more people involved in the voting process... Uh, we the people, and now it's state law, say that uh, unaffiliateds can vote in the in in the in a major party's primary without affiliating with the party. And here's the other thing that's so nutty about it, Aaron. I'll turn it back to you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. 
the if if our preliminary injunction is successful, if uh, if Chief Judge Bremer, the U.S. Federal District Court, decides and agrees with us that we have a probability of success, a significant probability of success, uh, proving that 108 is unconstitutional because we as a private party have the right to decide how we select our leaders and our candidates. If he believes that, the only change that happens is that unaffiliated voters in Colorado – Uh, 1.8 million of them, more than double the number of Republican voters now, and about 800,000 more than the Democrat voters, the registered Democrats in the state, the unaffiliated, it's all they'll have to do, Aaron, and they can do it right up until 6.59 p.m. on Election Day, Uh is, is walk in and say, I want to affiliate with the Republican Party, and they'll get a Republican primary ballot and they can vote it. And then they can disaffiliate two seconds later takes five minutes online to affiliate with a party if we're successful in stopping this that's all they have to do is just say i declare i'm a republican they still get to vote in our primary so basically just i declare i declare myself to be a republican this day and that's it that's right this minute long enough Mm -hmm. to get the ballot and vote it and then Mm -hmm. they can go online and and deregister yeah because because it's so it's so diabolical in my opinion because it's like self sabotage you know i mean if you if you like you said about uh new hampshire well you know we will make trump look bad we'll make look uh we'll make uh uh uh, trump's opponent look good we'll vote for her just to make trump not uh, uh the victory in new hampshire look so big like a big wide ocean Yes, it's 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 uh, it's, it, it's 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 like I said, it's uh, sabotaging the 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 the, pro, the whole process. Because the thing is, though, if just Republicans voted for Trump, and 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 that was it, I think Trump would have won that primary by you know uh, uh, by fifty or more, maybe sixty or seven percent. How yeah. that would have turned out? Yeah, I agree. I don't know if you were with mm-hmm. me in the first hour of the show. I read. The mission statement of this organization, primarypivot.org, primarypivot.org, which teaches people how to vote in their state's Republican primary or caucus to stop Trump. Of course, that's how they're using it. Of course, that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. And another thing uh, about the, and you brought up the, what happened to Trump, this 38.3, you know, uh, mean, and of course, Trump, thank God, he's going to appeal it. And you're right. You know, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's no rape kit. There's no. I mean, you think there'd be some kind of security camera? I mean, uh, 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 or and, and it's ironic though. Um, uh, this judge, Lewis Kaplan, he was appointed by former President Bill Clinton. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was reading his history and who appointed him. And 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 the thing is, so if a president like former former President Bill Clinton, he appointed him. He has a lifetime appointment at the U.S. Detroit in New York City. And Trump can, it just shows Trump cannot get a, a fair trial in New York City. And he definitely cannot get a fair trial. Uh, uh, he cannot get a fair jury of his peers to see his side of the story. I mean, this, uh, this is just, I mean, this whole thing with Trump is just absolute insanity, uh, uh, Randy. It's insanity. Yeah, and it's amazing, isn't it, that everything they throw at him, and he just yeah. keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Thank God for that. But anyway, Randy, man, have a good night. 
hang in there. God bless you, God bless you, and just keep fighting the good fight. Hang in there, Randy. So nice to hear from you. Thank you. All right. Good night. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it was the Aaron I thought it was. Always a great and spirited conversation with Aaron here on 710 Can US. And we are about out of time, so let me just squeeze in real quick, just the short version. I had some fun cross-examining Dick Wadhams and asking him about his $150,000 salary as chair and, and appointing an executive director for almost 100000 or 90000 something around there. Uh, and I asked him about um, candidates who put an R behind their name but don't ascribe to Republican principles or the Republican platform. He said on the witness stand that he couldn't think of one. So he was the last witness before we took a break. I was standing out in the hall uh, with several supporters there of our side of closing the primary. And he walked out and I said, Dick, what about Kevin Priola? And I, I simple question, Kevin Priola legislated as a Democrat, even though he was elected as a Republican and eventually flipped his affiliation to the Democrat Party. He's now a Democrat in the Colorado State House, Kevin Priola. And then others started tossing some other names at him. Joe O'Day wanted to um, codify Roe v. Wade. We didn't know that about him until after he became the Republican nominee, as I recall. I think that was the timing. But regardless, and I like Joe O'Day, good guy, very accomplished, very impressive human being. But setting all that aside, Dick Wadhams walked away from the group, walked around the corner in front of the elevator, and shouted out, Go to hell, Randy. I, I couldn't believe it. He shouted it out. Go to hell. I, all I did was cross-examine him respectfully and ask him that question when he came out of the courtroom about Kevin Priola, an absolute uh, traitor to Republican values, the Republican platform, now a Democrat in the Colorado State House. And he shouted, go to hell. And, um, and one of our one of our group, and I didn't, I didn't like this, I, but he ran over there with his camera out and said, Dick, did you just tell Randy Corcoran to go to hell? And Dick said, yes, I did. And this person who, was, uh, who went over and asked him that question called him an effing communist. I mean, it was fireworks in the courts of the United States Federal District Court. But uh, anyway... We're awaiting the judge's ruling and with anticipation and uh, very excited to at least get this battle started. It will continue in 2025 if it's not decided here. But in the meantime, always remember, please never forget, God loves you, so do I. And this... I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.